Welcome to the Getting to Clarity podcast, the place where busy women leaders discover how to create more success in their leadership journey with less sacrifice in their life. Here's your host, Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity. Hey, hello, and welcome back. I am Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity, and this is another episode of the Getting to Clarity show. This is the place where busy women leaders come, get the tips, tools, and techniques that they need to create more success in their leadership with less sacrifice in their lives. And today we are talking about energy vampires. Do you know one? How do you deal with negative people at work? So let me ask you, have you ever had that person whose one exceptional gift is to push every single button you have, but not even push your buttons, also get under your skin. And oh, let's not forget, they step on, well, no, let's make that stomp on your last nerve every single time. Hmm. Let's face it, there are people who, when you see them, you just want to turn around and run the other way. But since you can't, you grit your teeth, And you pray for the encounter to be over before you do something you think you'll regret. Yeah, I I get it. So here's the interesting thing that I learned about this is that it's a pattern. It is your button. It is your skin they're getting under. It is your nerve that they're stepping on. Because as much as you think that this person is something outside of you, that they're doing something to you, they're not. Because when someone external to us can trigger us internally, that means that there's something inside of us that needs to be addressed. This person has simply shown up as the teacher, and they've got a lesson to show you where you need to grow. Now, why is this important? Well, it's important because if you don't figure out what that lesson is, if you don't figure out what you're meant to learn, then this pattern keeps running. And you will always be at the mercy of these negative, toxic people. I want more than that for you. It means that you won't have control or influence over your own reality. If they are winning, then you've given all of your power away to them. So I'm going to share an example of getting the lesson. Back in my corporate days, I was interacting with leadership in the C-suite a great deal. And one member of the team, we're going to call him Eddie to protect the the innocent, he would talk nonstop. I mean, he barely drew a breath so that anybody else could speak. And his favorite topic was himself. Okay. He loved to talk about everything that he was doing, how he conquered situations, how everyone loved him. You know, the type, right? I would see him coming down the hall and my stomach would just clench because I didn't want to listen to one more second of me, 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 I, 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 this is how great I am. It was just so nauseating. But that's when it occurred to me and I got a little curious, why was I being triggered by this? He didn't bother everyone, but he really annoyed me. So why was that? After some introspection, I figured out what the issue was. Eddie was fabulous at using his voice and advocating for himself. And I wasn't. I was still of the mindset that you worked hard and then hopefully someone would notice, right? Well, that ship had sailed already, and I clearly hadn't gotten the memo. Besides, when I grew up, the message was girls don't brag about themselves, right? 
So when I did start to speak up for myself, when I started using my voice and advocating on my behalf, I noticed one day that Eddie just didn't bother me anymore. And it wasn't that he had changed. The dialogue was still the same or the monologue, I should say, but it was rather that I changed. Now, we all find ourselves stressed and dealing with negative people who push our buttons, whether on purpose or by accident, but it's useless to blame people in situations outside of you for getting you upset because frankly, they're powerless without your reaction, without you saying yes to it. So here are some strategies to help you change your reaction. Number one, get rid of the emotional charge. If this person or situation is getting a rise out of you, if they are hijacking your rational thinking, you need to do something about it. If you are feeling emotions, that's okay. Don't hang on to them. You're supposed to feel emotions for a specific period of time. And then like Elsa says, let it go. You can talk it out. You can yell. You can scream it out. Get a pillow. You can journal. You can meditate. You can exercise. Whatever works for you. Number two, tip number, tip number two, don't make it personal. Far too often, we take on things that don't belong to us. So if you think that this person's bad mood, their surliness, or their general beef with the world is about you, you are wrong. Everyone is dealing with their own stuff. It's kids, it's spouses, it's work, it's finances, it's health, you name it. Everyone has something that is a thorn in their side, a worry, or is causing some anxiety because no one's life is perfect and you just don't know what someone else is carrying. So don't pick up what doesn't belong to you. That means other people's opinions and make it about you. You don't wanna make it about you. So you get to make that choice. Tip number three, ask yourself, where is this behavior in me? So people show up as a mirror to us. They can reflect what we uh, can be or conversely, what it is that we don't want to be. So if you're witnessing a behavior in someone else, you likely have the same potential, okay, inside of you. So take bullying for an example. One overarching theme of bullying is that you are forcing an opinion or your view upon others. Are there times perhaps where you assert your beliefs on others? I know I do. Maybe you don't go as far as forcing, but you wanna be right. You wanna make them understand your point, right? Maybe it's not with the same intensity, but it's kind of along the same vein. Explore where this behavior could show up in you. And that's where the work lies. Tip number four, don't label the energy vampire, although I just did, or the negative people in your office. Because when you label them as negative, when you label them as irritating or the B word or, you know, any other identifier, you are essentially planting a seed in your mind that this is what I want to find. So what it is that you say with your words, what it is that you think with your thoughts become an instruction to your mind. And when you label a person, this creates a filter of how you're going to experience them. You will never see them any other way other than how you have labeled them. Okay, that's making more work for you. Number five, tip number five, seek to understand, right? Stephen Covey, I love this principle. Seek first to understand. And what does that mean? People are not their behaviors, okay? It means that a person's behavior can be irritating, unacceptable, frustrating, but they're a person. They are a human being. 
Everyone is doing the best that they can with what they have. Your job, if you choose to accept it, is to understand as best you can and not judge. So I hope that these five tips will help you deal with the negative people that you find in your work. And I encourage you to take back your power, take control of your buttons, your last nerves, and your skin. Until the next time, here is wishing you all the clarity that you deserve. Take care and bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast with Debbie Peterson. If you enjoyed this show, please rate and recommend it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. To learn more about how you can create more success with less sacrifice in your leadership and life, visit gettingtoclaritypodcast.com.